Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Hey, it's Devin Kadayama, and you're listening to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. Californians filing for unemployment have had a lot of problems with getting their benefits. For the past year, the state's agency has been overwhelmed, and there are also big tech and language barriers that still haven't been solved. You're dealing with millions of people who are just really stressed out and also don't necessarily have the tools to access the system in the way that is most efficient. Today, why California's unemployment system hasn't been working for the people who need it the most. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randal Fatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. People are still having a really hard time getting through on the phone lines. Over the last month or so, the EDD website has been glitching out. Mary Franklin Harvin is a KQED reporter and producer for The California Report. She's been doing a ton of reporting on the issues with California's Employment Development Department, or EDD. That's the state agency that runs the unemployment insurance program. People are still not getting their benefits regularly. People's accounts are still getting hacked. You're competing with this flood of people right now, more so than um, in the past many months, actually. There are a lot of people who've been hurting financially this past year and, and also navigating the unemployment process. Where does Henry Jong fit into this story? Henry Jong and his wife, Rui Wu, live in Chinatown um, on Pacific Avenue in San Francisco. They both immigrated from uh, Taishan in China. 
When I talked with Henry, Amos Lim interpreted for him. Amos is an advocate with Chinese for Affirmative Action. So Henry is 51, Rui is uh, 43. They were married since 2008, so about 12 years. Rui was supposed to join us, but she wasn't able to get through because the Zoom instructions were only in English, of course, and she didn't understand what they were saying. So I heard about both of their experiences from Henry's perspective. His last job was as a maintenance janitor. Um, his wife um, has been working as a dishwasher at a restaurant uh, for the past eight years. Henry lost his job before the pandemic, and Rui lost her job in the restaurant during the pandemic. So his, his wife, um, last day of work was uh, March 16, 2020. And the last day of work for him was November 19, 2019. One thing that's interesting, and Henry even said, is when he originally filed his unemployment claim, he didn't have any trouble. Basically, for Henry, he said that um, when he actually applied for unemployment in November 2019, it was relatively easy because he could call the Chinese helpline speak to somebody quickly and then they sent him all the forms that he needed to sign and all the documents that he needed to provide. A year after that, it expired and he needed to refile. Right after that, Rui's claim was frozen along with 1.4 million other Californians, or at least this is what advocates think happened to her, because the Employment Development Department was trying to tamp down in a mass freeze on fraud. The EDD is trying to fix the fraud problem now estimated at billions. Back in September, EDD temporarily stopped processing new claims and made complaints about its confusing online application process. Henry's issues didn't really compare to those that his wife experienced, I think for two reasons. One, because she doesn't speak any English at all. Henry does speak a little bit of English. And two, because she doesn't have a smartphone and Henry does. And for people who are frozen, like Rui, the way that they get through to verify their identity and have their claim unfrozen is through this kind of gatekeeper security service that EDD has called ID.me. Henry has a smartphone, which he can upload documents and answer video calls. But Rui has a flip phone, which adds another barrier for her in getting her application approved. ID.me is most easy to use on a smartphone or on a computer that has a camera. She oftentimes wouldn't be able to answer the questions that they needed her to answer because that involves uploading things via her phone or involves a video call. This kind of spanned out over a period of, of months. Finally, when they did get her on the phone with Henry on a video call, they asked her to verify her identity with her driver's license, say her name, say her address. And the technician, who I guess whose primary language I think was English, did not understand her. Henry offered to assist. First, the guy asked to see his ID. Um, and then when he submitted, uh, when he showed him his ID, uh, pointed it at the camera, um, the guy said, no, uh, you know what, I'll find somebody uh, to come and uh, help you translate and I'll call back. And it took 
over a month. Jeez. So in the end, how long did it take Henry and Rui to get their unemployment benefits? You know, Henry's um, account termed out in November 2020, and Rui was frozen at the end of 2020, and they ended up getting their benefits around the end of February. So about two months. Can we unpack a little of the reasons why it took so long to get their benefits? And not just them, but a lot of, like hundreds of thousands of people I know are waiting as well. And I think the big question I have is why is it so complicated? So one thing I think that just as a baseline we have to understand is how overloaded this system is. You know, we're still working with a backlog of over a million people and, you know, millions of people who are just really stressed out and also don't necessarily have the tools to access the system in the way that is most efficient. And at the same time, there's all these language barriers, which you've talked about. And I'm curious, like, if the main way is to file for unemployment online, why aren't there more languages? Is it, is it just really hard to translate the forms that are available online? It's not like EDD doesn't have accommodations for people who speak languages other than English and Spanish. It's just that comparatively, there are not as many technicians who are prepared to help people who have those needs. And the system itself is already so maxed out that, you know, if you're someone with needs sort of outside the norm, like Henry and Rhee, you're just at a loss. There are resources, but the EDD website is in English and Spanish. You know, the, the main interfaces are, are just in English. One thing that's also important to note is the system IDME, that's sort of the main gatekeeper for people to get through to verify their claims, is still only available in English and Spanish. Obviously, the language barrier is a huge problem, but also you mentioned how the tech barrier can be a huge problem for a lot of people. The system is set up best for people who have easy access to technology. Another issue is the fact that many claimants often use public internet or public computers. Daniela Urban is the executive director of the Center for Workers' Rights in Sacramento. So, you know, they get to that point where they're being asked to wait for an hour, hour and a half, or far more, um, depending on when they've tried to verify their identity, and they are simply not able to continue to remain on the internet that long. We know from research from the California Policy Lab that not having easy access to technology, not having English as a primary language, and not being a citizen are all barriers that have consistently been linked to people not getting their benefits as consistently. Who's working on these problems? I mean, obviously people know about them, so who's addressing it? I will say the language barriers seem a lot more addressable than the tech barriers. Uh, Assemblymember David Chu, who has been a consistent advocate on many things around the unemployment crisis in California, has a bill, AB 401, that's supposed to go before committee um, mid this month. So what our bill says is it requires EDD to identify the language needs of claimants uh, to provide translation of its applications and other vital forms to increase multilingual phone lines and also requires EDD to communicate with claimants in their language in a, in a timely way. 
as far as tech issues are concerned, there's just not a lot that can be done. More advocates are just using paper forms as a default to get around both people just not being able to get through to EDD and it also helps people who have these language barriers. But I, I haven't heard of anything that seems like a pivotal shift. Until things sort of settle down in the sense that the call centers aren't overlogged and some of these in-person help centers are starting to reopen, I don't really see changes that are going to make a huge difference for people who are stuck in this boat. You know, you've been following what's been going on with EDD for for a while now, and I'm guessing that most listeners haven't been paying attention for that long unless they themselves are, are waiting for a claim or filing for unemployment. I also feel like the story about EDD only gets followed when there's something really shocking or really big happens. You know, at the same time, this is a lifeline for a lot of people. It is unfortunate because I think that people have kind of gotten numb even to like stories about people who have to live in their cars and people who have lost everything because we're all just so tired. People who were already at a disadvantage when the pandemic began are at even more of a disadvantage in the context of unemployment. And I think one thing that I hope is that this is enough of a lesson, both statewide and federally, about the need for reforms in this system. I just hope that we're more prepared for a crisis next time. Mary Franklin, thank you so much. Thanks, Devin. Mary Franklin recently wrote about how to file for unemployment and where you can find help. We'll leave you a link to that in our show notes. Mary Franklin Harvin is a KQED reporter and producer for the California Report. This episode was cut by Auditi Banlamudi, and our editor is Alan Montecilio. Isabeth Mendoza writes our weekly newsletter, and I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it from us. Talk to you next time. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. 